Hey everybody, welcome back to The Lull. This is Kelsey Taylor. It's been a while, but you know, sometimes I don't have the confidence to talk about my problems and the different things that are going on in my life. But the past couple of days have been very stressful. I just wanna take back to Friday where I had some issues with my kids. And most people don't understand that even at a young age that kids are going through mental problems as much as their parents. Um, I was always told that kids kind of absorb what's going on around them. They can see and feel if there's any tension or anger or sadness going on around them. And sometimes the things we share with our children as parents don't always come out the right way for little ears. Um, so here we are in a world where everyone nitpicks and everyone seems to have this premonition or, I don't know, intuition that just because a kid misbehaves that something must be going on at their home and it's really frustrating. I'm a single parent, like I mentioned before, and the co-parent is sometimes involved and sometimes not. It's not something that I push because I feel like I succeed as a single parent uh, in most ways. It uh, does not mean that I don't need help because some days are very stressful. Uh, like I said in the other one, I'm quick to anger and sometimes my kids hear me raise my voice and I know that doesn't help their mental health, but in reality, not every day is sunshine and rainbows. So the past couple of days, I've just realized that I am doing a good job. And no matter what other people try to say or the labels they want to put on me or on my children, that there is nothing wrong with us. And it's not fair to be put in those labels. So it brings me to the point of why does, why do other people want to put themselves in your business because of something they have maybe dealt with in the past? So this is all about perception. You look at something and you're going, your first instinct of your perception is to automatically go back to something that you've dealt with in the past. You may say things that contribute to that, you know, that you've maybe heard or said during those times. So your first reaction is to treat it as such. However, that's not fair because I am a realist, but I also look at every situation as a different situation. Nothing ever turns out the exact same. And if it did, we would be living in a very cookie cutter world, which frankly, we do not. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of individuality in this world and we seem to be put in so many different groups and I don't, I don't find it fair. I fought that as a teenager, being somebody that was odd. I always was the new kid moving around a lot and getting put in 
different places and different groups. And I don't think it was very fair. I always made friends, which was good. I always had somebody to talk to, but I was a label. And I don't think anybody really likes to be considered a label, especially if that label is not very well tolerated by the masses. It's not appropriate, I think, to be considered that when somebody doesn't even know you or follows you in your life and is close to you. My family knows about me and my tendencies and my emotions and they really know who I am because they let them see every part of me and they spend that type of time with me so I find that's fair if they want to label me under something that I might not find so agreeable at the time. So somebody that sees my kids mostly like eight or nine hours a day in daycare I feel like, yes, they know my children, but they know them in a social setting, a social setting where they have to do things that make them stand out, to make them noticed, um, even if it's in a negative way. And I, I feel for them because the older I got, the more that became issues for myself. But as a parent, the best thing that I can do is try to lead them in the right directions on how to handle that. It's really hard having two children that are very rambunctious, very ambitious. Um, they're, they're very much like me where their emotions tend to get pretty askew. So as a parent that deals with that themselves, sometimes it can be difficult to explain to their children not to react a way that you react. Kind of like a do as I say, not as I do. I'm a pretty big standard for that. Um, a lot of the times I mentioned last time, like sometimes I say things, but my actions don't show that. And that can show and kind of, it's kind of leaked into my parenthood and the things that I do as a parent. But at the end of the day, I know I'm doing the best I can for them and I'm keeping them alive and I'm keeping them safe from all the dangers in this world. But at some point you kind of have to be like, hey kiddo, you know, you need to learn how to do some of these things on your own. And knowing me and my family, it's probably gonna be the hard way, the stubborn way, the a difficult way, the ways that we question authority and we want to be individuals and we want to do just whatever we want to do. So it's hard. It's hard realizing that because when you're a kid yourself, you don't see those things. You just hear not to do something or what my parents told me, you know, like you got to learn your consequences and accept them and, <laughs> you know, try not to repeat that same behavior because you know what happened the first time. And that's not easy, especially for toddlers. <clears throat> so I think I handled the situation correctly. I did have a slight outburst, but I was kind of put in my place by the director or the teacher saying, if you're going to let me talk, then we'll have a discussion. But if you're not, 
which made me kind of feel like a child, but I guess I was overreacting. But once I calmed down and said, okay, you know, I think we can handle this. I think we can have this conversation. Then it turned into, you know, really digging down deep to the nitty gritty of the behavior and what's going on. So I have a better idea of how to help them, but it's not easy. It's not easy doing it on my own. It's not easy doing it without professional help because sometimes somebody with a degree that has literally studied this type, you know, behaviors and mental health in general, especially for pediatrics, uh, they would they would get it. They would understand. Um, so their input input is very valid. It's just a matter of trying to find that input and trying to find those people to help out at a reasonable price because it's not easy or cheap being a single parent of two kids. So yeah, I've made some decisions to be mindful and help my children be mindful of their behavior. And it's an ever-evolving work in progress but I definitely have hope and even though I'm still in this lull and I feel like maybe they're still in this lull and that it's coming to light because they want to maybe they want some excitement as much as I do and it's just coming out in a wrong way (laughs) because every day feels the same and there's two ways to go about it. You do it in a positive way or you find a negative route. And children not really knowing the difference between the two and still learning the difference between the two is difficult. They're, they're learning. And just like I'm still learning. <laughs> I'm still learning how to be a parent. I'm still learning how to live this life in this pandemic and through everything i feel like every new experience i have is a teachable moment it's a teachable experience so even with them i can't look at every situation or every problem the same there are similarities but they're not the same so in conclusion even though things have been very tense lately I think we're on the right track. And I just want to put it out there that if you have struggled through something and you see somebody else struggling and it may seem similar, just talk to them. Don't automatically assume that they're going through the same things you're going through or that whatever happened to you is going to happen to them because their situation is not yours and you have to be supportive if you choose to be if you're close to that person i suggest being supportive but if you're not either mind your own business or just just open up help them open up sometimes they don't have the words for everything or sometimes they really just don't want to talk about it but it's not your situation and it's not your outcome It's theirs to learn and theirs to go through. All you can be is be that supportive shoulder and offer your advice or just share your experience. But do not take control and do not think 
that that's going to happen to them because it's not fair. You don't see it through their eyes and you shouldn't, but you can give them an opportunity for you to understand what's going on. So just open up and be there for them. I try to be there for my beautiful babies and I will always be that person to help them open up, but not live their life and not let them live mine. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Lull and hopefully I'll be back sooner than later with more discussions on mental health, my perspectives, my viewpoints on everything that's going on in the world and even just inside my own mind. I know I labeled this podcast Mind of Mine and really episode every episode so far is The Lull but I'm an ever-adapting person and one of these days it may change and that title will change and we may have some something beautiful blossom but for now thank you for listening in to the lull have a good night